Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Pride. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. The man to my left, the big fella, Howard Cross. I am John Schmelk, and I actually say left now, and you can see it. He's <laughs> to my that, left. Isn't that crazy? We're back on video, folks. How you be? You had to stare at the Tino and Lance yesterday. Talk about an upgrade. You got Schmelk wow. and Cross here, though hopefully the lights off our heads don't you know, <laughs> affect my, you at all. Yeah, that's why I put my hat that's on. That's why he's got the hat on, on absolutely. 201 <laughs> 201-939-4513. We'll continue talking a little bit about the game against the Commanders. I don't want to spend too much time on that, and we can do a little look ahead to the Eagles, but also, of course, talk about whatever you want to talk with us about at 201-939-4513. So, Howard... Yeah. You played in the la- in the game that the Giants had last tied in against the Washington right. then football right. team back in 1997. So tell me, what <laughs> is it like for a player after a tie? Uh, it's a little confusing because, you, you know, you're playing a game. I, I remember distinctly, you know, leaving the game thinking like, man, like what in the world was that? And it, it just didn't – I don't know. I just – it was confusing. I know, I know they were a tough team that year. I know they had to do a lot of uh, – what to do everything. The defense was playing outstanding. But Did you have to buff out the Gus Farratt dent in the stadium wall <laughs> after the game? Hey, leave it to Gus Farratt to knock him, give himself a concussion. For the, for the younger fans in that game, <laughs> Gus Farratt was the quarterback for Washington. I believe he scored a touchdown on the play, he right? He scored a touchdown. And to celebrate – Head-butted the wall. <laughs> with his helmet on. The concrete wall. <laughs> that's the con- with no padding. Yeah, that's, that's, that's brilliant. So – Thank and, God for Gus, so we got in the playoffs because of that. And he concussed himself. <laughs> was Heath Schuler their backup that year still? Was was that Heath? I just remember the concussion and, and laughing on the sideline, and I felt bad for for him for about a second. Yeah, for about <laughs> a second, I was, was going like, to say. Hey, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hope I don't see that kid anytime look, soon. <laughs> I, I was in the locker room after the game, Howard, and it felt like a losing locker room, and this is kind of where I'll go with this. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have. And I get why the team was disappointed. They have they had opportunities to win the game. They probably felt like they should have won the game. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I understand players don't think about it this way. But from a big-picture perspective, I'll kind of compare it to this. It's like you're playing Texas Hold'em and you check. 
and they've basically checked now, and now these two teams are going to play again in two weeks, and now that's the game that's more important. So, so eh, whatever. No, so this this is what happens. So, so in the mind of players, and, and no matter what sport you play, uh, in, 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 you know, playoff kind of sport, we we gear ourselves to win the game or to lose the game. Herm you Edwards, yeah, you play you, to win the game. Yeah, that's it. Like mm-hmm. There is no tie in your mind. And then when someone ties, it's like, like I go crazy watching, like you know, uh, soccer during during the season. If I see a match and it ties, I'm like, how could they tie? Like, what is tying? Why why would you let somebody tie? And now, now they have like you know they, they're kicking the ball, whatever the free kicks or whatever, just trying to like to eliminate the tie. But that's what it's like. That's what it basically comes down to. You don't want to. You, you don't know anything about a tie. You don't have an emotion attached to a tie. So when you get when you tie the game, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing, you feel like you lost. I'm surprised you don't remember who came in for Gus Farad in that game. Hosteller? It was a former teammate of yours. That's right. It was Haas. <laughs> Jeff Haas. That must have been really like old Jeff Hostetler, right? Well, think about what He was you, born th- in 61, so he was 36 years old. What year was that? This is game. 97. 97. How many years ago was that? Now, do the math on that. That's 25 years ago. Yeah. A long time. Yeah, so we really, really long time ago. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't no, remember. I get it. I, I can barely well, I just remember. thought since he was your teammate, you remember going up against Hostel. I don't, I don't play defense. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Haas came in with 19 of 41, 213, three interceptions, sacked four times. Did have one run for 10 yards. Yeah, Haas was a decent player. He just didn't, you know, at the end of his career, it's like everybody else. You got to let, know when to let go. Was that a night game? Yeah. It was, it was right? I thought I remember it being I, a night I, game, right? I can remember. I can remember distinctly that, that, that uh, Armstead and those guys ran out on the field telling Coach to go for it one time. Now, he goes, because they're not going to get another yard from here. I don't <laughs> think that was Monday Night Football. I believe that was when old Sunday Night Football was uh, like on TNT, right? Remember when Sunday Night Football was like on TNT and you had, you had Mike Patrick doing the games? 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 25. Just say it with me. 25, 25 years ago. Well, let's see. Do they have the information here? That was, uh, do they have a game? There's outdoors grass, 49 degrees, blah, 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 blah. Do we have a game time? Yeah, Sunday, November 23rd, 8 p.m. Ha! I did remember. You, and I just you, knocked you, the football You down. did good. You did good. But me, I don't remember. Those kind of details are like, they don't really do much for me. I love when fans tell me stuff like that. I think it's really funny. They'll start telling me a story, and I'm like listening to them. I'm like, and I go, thank you. I appreciate that. And then they walk out. They're like, do you remember that? I'm like, nope. Anyway, I just wasted everybody's time there. I apologize. 100%. You're back in the weeds. Yes, I'm totally. I'm, I'm <laughs> trapped in the weeds. But let's let's dig our way out of them here, Howard. So anyway, Lance and Paul talked about the playoff picture yesterday. There's still five games yet. I'm not breaking down number of wins, and there's too oh many things God. can change. I'm not doing that. Bottom line. If you go beat Washington in two weeks, you're going to be in really good shape. So here's, let's just worry about here, here, that. Here's a question. How many starters do we have in the, in the uh, secondary? Uh, right now, two. Two? Two. It was last week. It was I would consider Fabian Moreau's a starter, right? He's the, he's the starting number two corner this year. Okay, he came back. That's right. Yep. That's right. And Julian okay. Love. All right. So you had two. That's it. I've been telling everybody it was at least just one I could think of. Well, Moreau wasn't a starter to begin the year, so one's uh, not technically wrong. Okay, so it was like one starter for them. So I'm like, it, 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 the more of those guys that pop back up, the better our chances are. The thing that I said uh, last week about Bellinger coming back, how it changed the running game and how things would look so different, look different. <laughs> he just it just made it easier for 
for Daniel to get out on the edge. It made it easier when they ran out to the edge. For Daniel, yes, not necessarily for Saquon. Saquon had some good yardage against against the edge when he if he tried. If not, I don't want to say Saquon wasn't trying. When they tried to hit the edge and they ran it to the tight end side. And Bellinger did have a couple nice blocks in the run game. Incredible blocks. But second half, um, they did not exactly, I think, run it necessarily as well as you would like. Hey, Pierce, let me uh, pass you my bag right there. I have a couple notes that I want to grab on the game. I think that, you know, I think that literally that the the, the Alabama front started to pick it up in the second half (laughs) with Hand and and Allen and, and. what you call it? Those guys really got after it in the second half. No, they did, and they played well. And yeah. I think Saquon in the second half, I want to make sure I have this right, because I tracked it. Seven rushes for three yards in the second half in overtime. Yeah. Rushes, and this was, the, I actually tracked them individually. Second half, one yard, one yard, no yards, minus one yards, zero yards, up minus three yards, up five middle, yards. Up the middle. In the first half, this was, he went better. He rushed for 60 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, how many carries did he have in the first half? I think nine carries. Nine carries, yeah. But a lot – here's the thing, though. 37 of those yards came on that two-minute drill when Washington was kind of conceding the run a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if you take those yards out, three yards, five yards, hey, three look, yards, five Wash- yards, two yards, which is fine. Washington but has a really, really stout run, they have a run, good front. run front. Run front. So him getting anything would have been great. But, you know, like I said, you have to, like, get away from those two guys that are probably pro bowlers that are in the middle. No, they're very good. Yeah. And Montez Sweat's a good player, too, by the way. Montez Sweat's a pretty good player. I like him, too. Yeah. More for a pass rusher than the run game, but, you know, really good player. No question. Um, defensively, you know, and I guess this is how I'll transition now to, to, to the Eagles this week very quickly, and we'll have more time to preview the game as we move forward. You know, Terry McLaurin got off a little bit. Again, we talked about all the injuries in the secondary. Not, <laughs> not, not a huge surprise. Yep. And, boy, uh, I mean, you could make the argument, Howard, that your boy Devontae Smith – Roll time. And A.J. Brown might mm. be the best wide receiver tandem in football? Uh, right now they are. It's yeah. darn close, right? Well, second. Second or third. And I would say, who would you put ahead of him? I would, go down, I would go down to Miami with all those Bama guys down there. Oh, Tyreek yeah. and Jalen Waddle, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. And you can, you know, Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, with the Giants played this year, is pretty good, too. But I wouldn't, good. I wouldn't put them but, ahead of A.J. But, and Devonta. Uh, who else would we put as a duo? I mean, the Raiders don't have anyone with Devonta Adams. Oh, no. how about Jamar Chase, T. Higgins? I was about to say, the guys, pretty in, good. Yeah, the guys in Cincinnati are pretty good. Yep. And I don't know what's going on in, in – there's just too many guys to throw to in, in Kansas City. They threw to a lot of guys down there. But there's some good players out there. It's just got to be yeah. able to get to them. By I, the way, Titans fired their general manager, John Robinson, today, which was a bit of a surprise. Fired the general manager? Yeah. Weird. Okay. And they, I think this is going to be – I think they've had a winning record for like eight consecutive years or something crazy like that. It's very odd. Anyway, um, don't want to get in those weeds. Well, he must be, must be trying to push to get the quarterback in. Yeah, I, or maybe there's something behind the scenes we don't know mm-hmm. about. Who knows? It's, you know, you don't want to try to you know figure that. Anyway, the point too I was much, trying to make much. before I once again got pulled myself yep. off to the side is weeds, that weeds, weeds. this is a very difficult matchup for the Giants secondary You're not, you're not going to go like it's a must win? Is that what they were saying last week? I'm this not calling a this a must win. win. Okay, no, no. Right, the must right. win is in two weeks against Washington. That, <laughs> that I'll call a must win. I'm not calling. And I didn't call last week a must win either. Do you know why? No. You played Washington again in two weeks. Yeah. So that game in two weeks, that's almost a must win. But – this week, that's it's just good. It, it look the Eagles are really, really good. Howard, they might yeah. be the best team in football. Yeah, they are um, the best team in football. It's going to be a tough matchup. Dealing with their wide receivers, dealing with their defensive front. Mm-hmm. They have two good corners, two in Bradbury and Slay that are really good players. Well, who are they going to cover? Well, that's my point. We only have one guy. They're, they're kind of <laughs> <I'm just> joking. 
<laughs> joking, just joking. Uh, no, I just think that you know when you when you face the Eagles, the the thing to do with the Eagles, which is a hard thing to do, is you got to make it dirty. You got to make it a muddy, slow, drawn out game. Like, I'm and, happy and, to and, say that. and the only way to do that is you know. Daniels, unfortunately, and fortunately, you're gonna have to like you know he's gonna have to run the ball, share some share some of the load. You're gonna have to get Saquon out on the edges, you know, behind some of the tight ends when they're blocking. Uh, stay away from the middle where big where big Cox is. That that's a big man down there. You and know. Jordan Davis, by the way, is yeah. back too. Yeah, you you want to stay out of the stay out of those guys' way. If they tackle you, they have to tackle you from behind. Yeah. <laughs> so and if you can do that, you know, I think that I think you can you can have some success against him. I, I think, uh, I mean. Washington plays a lot like the Giants, except for they got you know a couple better receivers on the outside. Yeah, and I think Jones is probably a little bit of a better player than Heidi. Yeah, but again, Washington plays. Yeah, no, I, 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 nothing to do with Jones and Heineke. Like if you put, no, they both want to run the ball and play defense. That's if you, what they if, want. To if do. you put Jones on on a lot of the other teams where there are where there are receivers and, and getting some a little bit of blocking, and all of a sudden. He's like, oh wow, they'll be talking a lot more about Jones around the league. Agreed. Yeah, so that that's you know, I'm not faulting him or anything, but like when you drop back, you got to find a guy to throw to. They will have a guy inside out on slate and trying to see, you know, if if they can cover him one on one, and if they're not, they're gonna slide a guy over the top, and they're gonna say, okay, the rest of you guys beat us. It's it. You starting to see it week in and week out. Guys are like, okay, he can get behind us. Could you stay back a little bit further? Watch him. Yep. You, one of these other guys. Put a jersey on. Let's figure out who they are, and we'll get them. And yeah, and I thought they did a good job of they chipped a lot on the edges to mm -hmm. give extra help inside. Mm -hmm. And then the minute they didn't do that sort of stuff, that's when the pass rush got yeah, there. So absolutely. that's just kind of how it went. And it's funny. This will be the last thing I say before we move on. I made a big mistake yesterday, Howard. Uh oh. I opened up Twitter, and I saw that. I thought Twitter didn't exist anymore. Does it still exist? Still exists. I'm just joking. I know. <laughs> I'm no technical wizard, but apparently keeping a website up that just requires you to post text and pictures isn't that complicated to run. I mean, um, are, are you verified? Are you paying the money per month to be verified? I, I do not pay, but I am verified. Oh, they still let you keep your check? For now. Elon Musk does not. Now. He doesn't know that you have it. He's going to <laughs> He's coming for me? Elon, I, <laughs> Elon I'm sorry, but <laughs> Schmelk has a check. <laughs> Hopefully, I hope we can get the, uh, the the organization to play for that check when the time yeah, comes. Whatever. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> um, anyway, so I made the mistake of opening up Twitter, and okay. I saw in the little column on the right that Brian Dable was trending, and I'm like, huh. Oh, why he's would, why would Brian, wardrobe, wardrobe. Why would Brian Dable be trending? Well, Co coolest dress guy in the league, right? Nice, but nice red Belichick jacket walking in. But that I don't think was the reason because I uh -huh. cl I clicked on it, and then the top tweets pop up. Right? What they say? Oh boy. Um, what they say? What did, what did the Twitterverse say? The Twitterverse made the point that they believe that the Giants' offense was very bland and uncreative in the game against Washington, and it's time <laughs> to put the ball in the hands of Daniel Jones and open up the offense. And then I started thinking, and I said, hmm, "Don't, don't, don't, don't wait respond a second. to the Twitterverse." I don't know. I didn't post anything. <laughs> I'm responding now. This is what I'm doing now. And I said, "Hmm, let me see." You're heading into a game, and I want to make sure I get the uh, exact numbers correct here because I don't want to get it there, wrong. There are numbers associated with this? Well, I mean, not with for Twitter, but I want to make a point. <laughs> okay. you're, you're going up in a game here. You're facing the Philadelphia Eagles, right? And a Philadelphia team that's pretty good. Mm. They have, and traditionally they've always had, one of the best fronts in football. Mm -hmm. They rotate a billion guys in and out. A billion, okay. Mm -hmm. Would it be? Well, like mm -hmm. eight. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Close enough to a billion. They got riches. They got a lot of guys. 
Look at this. They have Indominic Kinsu and Linval Joseph, and they're their backups. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they're their backups. That's to Fletcher good. Cox, Javon Hargrave. Oh, and, and Jordan Davis. Yeah. Those are five really awesome defensive tackles. Yeah. Throw in Josh Wett. Throw in Brandon Graham. Yep. Throw in, and I'm forgetting their other end on the other side, who's also very good. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, Hassan Reddick. That was the guy they signed in the offseason. Another really good player. So those are eight guys. So I stand by my billion comment. They have 42 sacks, second most in the league after Dallas. That's it? Only 42? Only 42. (laughs) That's more than four games, by the way. It's about four games. Mm -hmm. Throw in the fact they have two of the best cover corners in the league in Darius Slay and James Bradbury. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the game you're heading into where you want to throw the football a lot and put the ball in the hands of your passing game. <laughs> Howard, That I've heard a lot of dumb stuff in my life. I grew up mm. in Brooklyn. I heard a lot of dumb, dumb things. What's wrong with Brooklyn? They're, I love Brooklyn. <laughs> People mouth off that aren't very smart in Brooklyn. It's what we do. We yeah, have fun okay. with it. All right. <laughs> that, sir, mm-hmm. might be the single dumbest. I work with Paul Dettino. That might be the single dumbest thing that right. I've heard in my entire freaking life you're slandering paul to make your point I okay so for the fans that are listening twitterverse and whoever else the reason why the giants don't throw the ball they really have one receiver that's an actual threat that can run pristine routes and can get deep and even when he gets deep a lot of times he's running side by side with someone he makes an incredible catch so that's the historical 50 50 ball which i hate because that means you're not really open uh, so now, of course, he was open late in the game, and he did not. And I'm, by the way, Howard, I went gonna, back. I'm and, not talking about that. And no, I looked so. at it again, and you are 100% right. Just run under the football, <laughs> just, just dude. Keep just run. run under the football. It's just one, oh, it's one of those moments when the ball's in the air, and it, it's like up in the air so long, and you're by yourself. You're like, and he turn, was so open. you like turn around like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like, okay, I got, all I got to do is slow down. Nope, I got to turn around and make sure I don't drop this, and you usually drop it. That's Correct. It, anyway, it, finish it, your point. Anyway, so but basically – there's no way for them to, to throw the ball because they just don't have the personnel right now to throw the ball. And, and, and it's, it's no, if they had the best line in the NFL. Which they don't. It, regardless, if they had the best line mm-hmm. in the NFL and they could hold up, uh, they would be covered. It, the receivers would be covered. And even as it is, the plays they do run, everything is quick and fast. They're trying to get they, the ball they, out you, very you don't quickly. Have, it, if, again, if you had the best line in the NFL, that secondary would would lock you down. So for for fans that are like, I, I get the emotion of it. I get the excitement of it. I get the want to throw the ball down the field. And I think that the Giants have done an incredible job of going down deep two or three times a game to try to get everybody yep. to step back. Agreed. Uh, and that's all we were asking for. You know, it, it wasn't this prolific passing game that they had to create. Uh, you'll see more of that in the years to come. Uh, I'm, I'm sure of it with, with, with the additions of, of draft picks and whoever else they bring into the game. But today, with what they're uh, you know currently built as, they just got to like you know make it dirty every game and try to figure it out. Uh, and you got to hope that if they step eight guys up, if they step nine guys, squeeze guys into the box, that that one or two or three plays that you decide to throw it deep. That somebody's back there to catch it. If you throw it forty times against the Eagles, you're losing by at least two scores. If you throw it forty times against the, if we throw it forty times, you said throw the ball. I said forty. Yes. If you want to, oh, you so we can't. So, so in my in my mind, I'm counting like all the plays in the game. Like forty is just a pass play. If you throw it forty times against the Eagles, we're losing by at least three touchdowns. And Daniel Jones might not come out of the game alive. Oh no, he'll be alive. He'll just be hurt. <laughs> 
he'll be missing some stuff. Like, you know, part of his anyway, soul, his spleen to be out on the field. I was wise enough not to tweet all of that, by the way. That's, yeah. see, that, that's me being mature. Mm. Instead, I'm saying it on, on the show. So people can yeah. yell at me on Twitter later, and then I'll reply, and I'll get into the weeds again, which is where I like to live. Yeah, it's, just, it's just crazy. No, it's, it's crazy. I, 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 but I love fans. I love I love how they like have like every fan's a GM, every fan's a coach. It's just I love all that. I think it, I appreciate all of it. Oh no, we, I love it too. But, but it's, just, to... it's just not it's just not possible. Some yeah. it's just you know. And trust me, you don't think Brian Dave and Mike Kafka want to throw the ball over the field? Do you see the teams they came from and how they play football? Yeah, but you know again, they want to personnel of the teams that they came from Bingo. versus the personnel of the team that they have, and it takes time to rebuild that moment. 201-939-4513. Folks, Giants TV. It's the Giants' official streaming app. It brings original video content, game highlights, on demand, and direct to big blue fans. It's free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV, and the Giants mobile app. And also, folks, go subscribe to the Giants Huddle Podcast. we got a lot of good stuff on there. Last week, I went one-on-one with Darnay Holmes, a one-on-one with Jonathan Vilma, former NFL linebacker as well. Talk some football with him. This week, a very special episode coming up this Wednesday Former Giants head coach Tom Coughlin's coming to the facility. He's sitting down with Eli Manning for about 20 minutes to talk about his new book, which yeah. details the 20, 2007 Super Bowl season. So that's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. We're recording that Wednesday morning. It, depending on how quickly Pearson can edit, that should hopefully be up on Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> and, and that'll be a good one. I'm glad Coach is getting out and talking yes. and stuff. I'm, and I'm, I'm happy to see condolences that. Condolences to Coach yeah. on the loss and, of his wife, Judy. Socializing and doing things. that. It's a good thing. It's good for you to keep moving and stuff and keep keep grinding. You know? That's that's good for Coach. Yeah, and I can't can't wait to see him and, and say hello to him in person. Is Papa's perspective up, up yet this week there, Pearson? Nope. Okay, well, hopefully that'll so. be up later on today. But uh, this week it's Bob Papa, let me see, and Jason Seahorn talking about the his Seawolf. big playoff game uh, against the Eagles that you played in when he made yeah. the unbelievable catch. The unbelievable he tells catch. a great story. He goes, by the way, the funny thing in that catch, I did everything technically wrong in that play. <laughs> I dove when I shouldn't have dove. I turned when I shouldn't have turned, but – that's funny. I took the ball to myself, and it worked out. It happens sometimes, right? <laughs> things sometimes things work out perfectly, and then sometimes it's like, oh my goodness! I saw I saw a play on on Instagram or Twitter or something, a high school playoff game. The kid intercepted the ball, and the offensive player ripped it out of his hands and ran for a touchdown. I was like, this poor kid. He's like on Twitter forever now. I, I know what he's thinking. Like, <laughs> getting ready to take on spring. Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Anyway. Find the Giants Total Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or listen on the Giants app or go to Giants.com slash podcast to check out all of our podcast offerings, including Big Blue Kickoff Live, Giants Huddle, and Draft Season, our draft podcast. That's going to start kicking up a little bit more. We're getting there, Howard. Yeah. We're getting there. All right, let's get to the phones. 201-939-4513 and start off with Doug in Rochester. Doug, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, John and Mark? How are we doing? Um, How are you guys doing? Yeah, it's been a long time since I called, but I'm just going to be honest. The last few games, the 0-2-1 and team, um, the way they looked um, coming out the second half, they got the touchdown off the turnover and couldn't score three points to win the game. And, you know, I got people come up and tell me the Giants look like a different team, and they really do look like a different team. And I think, you know, the Eagles, and they got to play the Commanders in Washington, and then Minnesota, 
and then Indianapolis and the Eagles again. If that offense doesn't get better, they're not going to win another game. Uh, that's just the way it looks to me. Doug, their offense is exactly the same as it was the first half of the year, dude. They just won close games, and now they're losing close games. I, I, and here, here, here's well, well, a, wait okay. a minute. Well, hold on, hold on. Here, here's, here's what I got for you. And like, and for every, all, all the callers that's calling, just remember I'm telling you this. I never expected them to be win seven games. I, I didn't didn't with the personnel we had and everything. I was hoping Coach Dable was going to be a great coach. And I, hope, I was hoping they were going to be do some positive things. To have a winning record in December, to have have you know hopes that to be you, in the playoff it, picture. Yeah, to be hopes that you're in the playoff picture, and to have hopes that oh, if they can find a way to steal a couple games, we can be in the playoffs. Like that's all that's all gravy for me. Like it it, it really is. And, Just, I, and I'm not and I'm not defending the yeah, team. No, of course, I'm, and I'm not beating on the team. But looking at the personnel that they had, I was like, mm. "Hey, look! Here's the bottom line, Howard. I'm, I'm going to list some it's numbers. A, it's a better, it's a better season than I expected. 21 points, 19 points, 16 mm. points, 20 points, 27, 24, 23, 13, 24, oh. 18, 20, and 20. Those numbers are all very yeah, close to gonna, each other. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say something about that. I got so much. Well, in that second half, when they were winning games, they were scoring in the second half. Okay. They were putting up. That's when they were scoring points. I understand, but really I understand, but but you're still looking at total points scored. Doesn't matter when you score them. Yeah, sometimes it does matter. Like they said, you have they need to score <laughs> so to be possible. But anyway, I'm going to. You guys are talking about receivers. I'm going to start off in, in the NFC East. You look at the Cowboys. They got a one, a good pair of one and two. The mm-hmm. Eagles got a good one or two. Mm-hmm. The rest has got a good one and a decent two. Mm-hmm. That may not be good for Cowboys and Eagles. Now, the Giants are coming up in the offseason. Um, I don't know what their bankroll look like, but you got some receivers on the market. I'll give you an example of T. Higgins. Okay. He's not a free agent. I don't agent. know if they can afford a T. Higgins in, in, you know, next year and next season in the summer. So I don't know if they their bankroll if they can afford because yeah. we got some number one receivers on the market. T Higgins is so. not a free agent, Doug. But but here, here's here's what I got for receivers, and this is for all positions for for the team. And I'm just gonna keep saying this over and over. Uh, and thanks, Doug, for your call. Here's here's what I believe. T Higgins, I, by the way, is signed through next season. Then he has a fifth year option, so he has two years left. But it's fine. The whole idea of going out and bringing in some some top flight receiver to the team means you're going to spend a lot of money on him. But the best way to build your team is to build up build your team through the draft. Go get some guys that you think can make plays. Go get some guys you think can make a difference. Go get some guys like you think are going to be around for a while. The the, the Evan Neal's, the Andrew Thomases, the Dexter Lawrence's. Try to keep them on them rookie contracts. That's how you build your team. If you build your team through free agency. You don't have money to actually make moves if you get once you get things close. Uh, the Giants have sold out a couple times in free agency trying to, quote-unquote, get to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. And when it doesn't work out, the years after that, you're like, oh, my God, what happened? What, where are we? See 2016, see 2021. See the Rams. See the Rams. You know, yeah, and, and, Rams. and everybody's like, oh, they won the Super Bowl last year, and now they're like, you know, they're nowhere. And they, and they won't be anywhere for a while. Right, and Howard, I think you'll be happy to hear – that the free agent market this offseason is, is really not very strong in terms of wide receivers. I'm just going to list you some of the top guys, right? Um, DJ Chark. I don't know who that is. My point. <laughs> Marvin Jones from Jacksonville, but mm-hmm. he's like 33. He's, he's 33 he's now. He's almost my age. Juju Smith-Schuster. 
He's probably the best guy. But I don't see why the Chiefs would let him go after the way he's played this year. He's 26. That's a guy. You know, A.J. Green's 34. Jarvis Landry is 30. Mm. Sammy Watkins, he's always hurt. I mean, McCole Hardman, he hasn't, you know, he's with Patrick Mahomes. He can't have a big year. You're going to spend big money on Again, him? Like, I'll like, let you know before someone knows somebody. No, I, I, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going, power, I'm going through these names. Then there's yeah, just. But, but the whole thing is like. The whole, not a lot here. You know, it, it's been that way for a while. I, I don't think, like, you don't go out and get, you know, like they did at the Raiders. You don't go out and get like they did in Philadelphia, the two top you know, receivers. Or the Dolphins, right? Tyreek and, Hill. And the Dolphins, yeah. But yeah. And they mortgage the farm for these guys. The Giants are not in a position to do that. Yeah, they, they don't have a farm. So that that's 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 the whole point. Like, you you really have to – and I know, the, I know the fans want it to be right now, this second, we need to figure out what we're doing. But this is like a process. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody, like, we're a year, maybe almost two years ahead with the way that they're playing and the way they were able to – put this together and I'm looking forward and excited about and I'm not discounting the rest of the year by any stretch of the imagination. No, neither am I. Yeah, but I'm very excited about the future for the Giants. And in the draft, and because I'm tracking this stuff now, <laughs> and I know you watch a lot more college football than I do, so you probably have an mm-hmm. opinion on this too. This is not a great college wide receiver class because you're tied haven't de- hasn't developed a wide receiver for we, this we year. Don't have, we don't have a guy. All our guys are young guys. Right. So Ohio State. They have one guy. And he hasn't played all year with a hamstring injury, yeah, Smith no, and Jigba. So, so, he, so that's not a good call. And and by the way, he he declared by the way, which I was surprised by. I wouldn't I wasn't surprised by it. I mean, if I you guess have a ham, not, if you have a hamstring in college and you're not really getting anywhere, and right now you're at the top of the of the draft yeah, class. He never had a big year at Ohio State. He looked incredible the last two games. Yeah, the two, last game, two games. Hey, we're look, doing look, two games look, now. And all they're going to look at is like how fast he runs at forty. If he can get himself healthy, oh, run at forty. Fair. You know, you're going to get guys out of TCU. Quentin Johnson from TCU. You're going to get some guys out of uh, Jordan Addison from USC is another yeah, guy. Yeah, that's the kid that people like. But and then like after that, you got to like really study and see who yeah. who's really making plays. And even like that group of the group we just talked about, if they were in last year's class, they'd probably no. be the fifth or sixth guys yeah. taken. That's true. So that's definitely true. It's not your like this isn't your you know Jamison Williams. But that's why you're going to be able class. to get you're going to be able to get two or three guys in the draft this year. Right. Second you know, later, yeah, second later, third fourth round. Yeah, yeah. they they're, they're going to come in and going to shock people because like okay, they, these guys are pretty good. Correct. 100%. 201-939-4513. That's our off-season preview. <laughs> December 6th. Thanks, yeah. Doug. Let's go to Ron in New Jersey. He's up next. Hi, Ron. What's up, Ron? Hey, hey guys. Thanks for taking the call. Hello. Listen, yesterday yesterday on the podcast, a couple people called to criticize the Giant fans. I, I normally call with questions, but I just feel compelled to give a different perspective. Okay. That I, I was at the game uh, Sunday, my first tie. In hey, hey Ron, Ron Rufus, I want to just explain to Howard. So yesterday, fans called up. They thought the crowd okay. was very quiet and unenthusiastic during the game. Ron, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So the, the, there's a direct correlation, to give the obvious, between what's happening on the field and the, the crowd. And I'll tell you that this past Sunday, every third down, everybody stood up. The whole overtime, my whole section stood up. And the calls yesterday talked about the old Giant Stadium. Now, you know, I started, I came of age when Howard played, so okay. I've been going for a while. Uh, I have seats in the, the West Club. They're expensive. <laughs> and the, the difference between now and when I used to go to games in the old Giant Stadium is everyone around me in those days were the same people week in and week out. Yeah. Well, today there's a, a handful of people for sure, but I, I got to guess 50, 60, 70% of the crowd is corporate. So different people come every week. 
True. So I understand where the callers were saying, hey, this is not like old Giant Stadium. Probably a little nostalgia in there. But um, the, this year, I have to tell you, has been the most electric and most fun to be at games in yeah. years. So I'm with you guys. Like, th- this, is a, this is a win this year. I'm going to be at Philadelphia at the game next week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I'm happy with the team. And i got to tell you, I think most of the fans are, too, at least back to my experience. That might be said. Right. Thank you, Ron. Really nice. I, I Appreciate think, the call, man. I think that the, the crowd has been more lively uh, this year than it has been in a while just because of, you know, they're winning games. Yeah, I mean, Wink than, has been very effusive of his praise on the yeah. impact it's had on offense. Yeah, the, 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 it, they, they, you win games, people show up. I don't think it's like a uh, – Airbnb anymore. There's not there when you look up in the stands. There are a lot more Giants fans in the stands, and and then in the past it was an Airbnb for whoever was coming to town. People were selling their tickets and you know and getting guys in. This week is a tough tough ticket, is my understanding. Well, again, like the NFL has done an incredible job around the league of doing this. They put all the conference games you're playing against your your conference and division. And division, I'm sorry, and division and conference at the end of the year. So, like, the only non-conference game they have is Indianapolis. So you're playing Minnesota, you're playing the Eagles twice, you're playing Washington twice. You're 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 already finished with Dallas. So like, so all the games that are going to make a difference in your division are going to be played at the end of the year. So TV will be must see TV for the rest of the season when you're watching the NFL. I'm sure you heard, Howard. What was your reaction when you saw that the Giant Washington game in two weeks has been flexed to Sunday Night Football? I was thinking it was going to be cold. <laughs> very, very cold. I was thinking of the the pulling into Newark Penn at like 4.30 in the morning. I'm still thinking cold. But <laughs> you go ahead with why you think. I'm going to be on the sideline at I know. night. I know. I made that point yesterday okay. for you. I backed that's you cool. up yesterday. That's why, that's why I've invested in the, in the heated vest. I suggest them for anyone. But... <laughs> Holy smokes, it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. And then the other part of this, too, and they talk, we talked about this at the end of the show yesterday, and then we'll get back to your calls. You know, the Vikings play on Saturday this week, right? Okay. Or rather, the Vikings play this. Let me do that again. The Vikings play on Saturday, the week that we play Sunday night at so, Washington, so, right? So they get, a, they get a long week, and we get a short week. They get almost two more days than we do. That's not. Well, you know. Because remember, we play them on Saturday the following week, hours. So we're playing Sunday night. Then going on the road and playing Saturday. So it's not quite a Thursday game week. It's close. Like you've got two days of practice, maybe? One and a half? When when is that? Okay, so what's the schedule? Because I don't even know the schedule. Okay, so we I'm just hanging out here. So we play Sunday night at Washington, right? Yep. Then we travel the next Friday. And we play Saturday. And and at Minnesota on Christmas Eve. So it's Philly Sunday, Washington. Then there's two games left. That is correct. We play Sunday home versus the Colts, and then Sunday at Philly. Or that could actually be a Saturday. The, game pro- the problem is, is that, and, and, and it, the problem is, is that the Eagles are trying to lock up the number one spot. Dallas is still in the in the race for the number one spot. They play Christmas Eve, and that'll decide that. And Minnesota is also so like we're we're at the end of the season where sometimes divisions are are, are already you know. The, the die has been cast, and I think in in you know in the NFC North the die has been cast. I think Minnesota's going to win. I think they already they might have already clinched it. To yeah, be honest so, with you, so by the time that they're playing us, they may be spelling guys and making sure that things are okay unless they're playing for a better position, and they really are not playing for a better position unless unless the Giants beat the Eagles. The Giants beat the Eagles, and the Eagles have two losses. Then all of a sudden it changes, and, and it keeps everybody in it. 
I think that teams, if it's me, I'm you know you're gonna you're gonna get some playing time. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna play to win games, but I got to get guys healthy if I need to get guys healthy. No question. Yeah. Let's go to Rick in Tampa. He's up next on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Hey, Rick. Hey guys. Hey. Um. Yeah. I looked yesterday, John. I was looking all over for the uh, the big B. Oh, by the way, I love seeing the video, guys. Again. Isn't that I crazy? Guys, you got to watch what you wear and all that stuff now. Huh? No, yeah. He didn't tell me till I got here. That was kind of like jacked up. That's all right, though. No. I got bushwhacked. I honestly thought I told you last week I didn't. No, you didn't. Oh, that's my bad. That's fine. And it's a shame because no, be, usually, I, usually I do the show naked, but I, I can't do that anymore. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, 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 That's enough of that thought. You no, know, no, no, no. My stomach just turned a little you know, bit. I threw up just a little bit in my mouth. Go ahead. That's you know, terrible. To hear the words flex and giant in the same sentence, uh, you would have thought that at the beginning of the season, uh, well, other than me, who said they'd be 10 and 7. Um, <laughs> it's just something un. un you know, Don't hurt you yourself, pat yourself on the back, Rick. <laughs> I am. Because I did predict it. I know you did. I didn't predict the tie, though. Mm. But uh, it, it, is, uh, it is exciting that just that, you know, as a fan to watch the game at night. I was kind of planning on a 1 o'clock game. But now, hey, it's going to be uh, uh, an evening game. It's going to be great. And. Uh, I, I have a couple quick questions because uh, Juan Bell Robinson, when will he be back? Next year. He has a torn ACL. Oh, he's done. He's out. All right. I forgot that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So back to the wide thing. Uh, I know the draft this season is, is not going to be as good as it was last year. Uh, free agent wide receivers next year, if you get a chance. Not, uh, not good. going to be out there. Not, not good. good either. You're going to be shocked at some of these kids that come out of college, how fast they run the 40 m and by the way, you can always find wide receivers yeah. in the second and third round that are good. Sure, now they, they may not be a superstar, yeah, but they'll be good players. They'll, they'll be a they'll be a bunch of guys that you know that aren't getting really a lot of recognition. They're going to show up and they're going to run like four threes, and and you're going to be like, oh, who is that? And then you're going to start trying to go back and watch watch his game tape from from college. So you're like, oh, this kid was really productive. You're going to hear a lot of that. Okay, all right. So and I'm sure we'll be using our picks on that to get the talent pulled in there. Uh, and by I, the way, by the way, Rick, very quickly, I know we've gotten calls about this. I, my bet is that's probably one of the reasons why you know Beckham is probably in the mix for a lot of these teams is they're looking ahead at the free agency class, they're looking ahead at the draft, and they're like, well, if we want to try to add a receiver next year, this signing him now might be our best shot to help us next year. You know what I mean? Well, the teams that were looking at Beckham were thinking that, that, that he would be the, the chip to push them over the edge. And knowing that yeah. his that's true too. The problem with Beckham is, and, and and it's not not really Beckham's problem, but the league's problem is that Beckham wa- wants more than a year. He right. Wants, like he wants two or three years. And he hasn't and, even worked out for teams. Yeah. So that that's that's the problem. It's, it's not that he wouldn't be a great signing for next year, which he would be phenomenal for whatever team is lucky enough to get him. It's just that he wants it now. When he, like I said, I've been saying the entire time, dude, if you can sit out. Just sit out. I mean, he's 10 months. He's nine and a half yeah, months off ACL please, surgery. Please, please protect yourself because I, I know, you know, the rush to get back. The, I need to get myself kind of secured. I want to know that I'm. Yeah, Howard, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm like, so sit out. Wait, man. and then go go work out for teams in March when yeah. you're even healthier. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean? I'm I'm with you on that. Such man. a great kid. Yeah. Such a hard worker, man. But, man, whew, them joints, <laughs> them joints, them joints. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Uh, the uh, the idea, I, I was upset about the coaches this week. I think they let us down in a little, lot of ways, some play calling, some decisions. So they didn't help us out. So I think Dable and the staff had a bad game overall. You didn't have a problem with the punt on fourth and three, did you, Rick? 
Yeah, well, oh, yeah. come on, really? Yeah, right. it, it doesn't matter. Because yeah. yeah, but it, anyway, coach, I, I, coach I didn't drop the ball, and coach didn't drop the ball. <laughs> so if if he yeah, catches the yeah. ball, game's over. We're not having this conversation. We're talking about yeah. you know our chances against the Eagles. Yeah, exactly. Now that back to that I, seven four and one, the tie kind of helps us out. I think it's a three team battle for the final two spots, right? It's yeah, the Commanders, much. us, and it's Seattle, and and we have uh, the opportunity with. At, first of all, going into this game, and and I I, I don't see any way, and I said this before, how they're going to win this game. Because Saquon's our only weapon, and you know Philly's going to just say, we got to stop Saquon, and that is it. And after that, uh, we don't stand a chance, unless, perhaps, they are so confident in themselves, they come in thinking they're going to cakewalk through here and we could surprise them with some kind of freak defensive play or something. But <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the end of the season where some of these teams, just to give us some fun in the playoffs, because you're looking at San Francisco – who is without Garoppolo now. You're looking at uh, Tampa Bay down here, which I don't like at all, uh, <laughs> winning divisions that we have a chance to play against if we sneak in as a wild-card team. So just you never know what can happen. But uh, Philly's not going to be playing for anything, perhaps. Uh, uh, you know, the Colts, look at that Colts game. My gosh, what a uh, blowout. Um, so I, I'm looking at Commander's game as the big one coming up on Sunday night, and I don't see any way that we could beat this team on this Sunday. And I know you have to kind of go the avenues and all that, but mm-hmm. really, I don't see any, man. I don't see one. If it happens, it happens, but I can't see any. They well, are just so well, much better. Well, Washington went into it, you know, the same thing if you said Washington a few weeks ago had no chance, no chance at all of beating the Eagles, and they beat them. Yeah, it's a good point. And, and they just ran in and, and you know, and that's why after Washington beat them, they went out and got to use some linemen to try to help stop the run no matter yep. what. So, again, anybody can be beat on any, in any given day. So just be prepared to give it your best effort. Yeah, you got to take the ball away, get a couple turnovers, yeah. short fields, yeah, and see so, what happens. You know, and, and the weapons are consist as this. These are the weapons for the Giants. Saquon, of course, is a weapon. Slayton, weapon. Bellinger, weapon. And, and Daniel – you know, but unfortunately, what what those just those three targets is the weapon with his legs. Has to be. Yeah. yeah. So those somehow, some way, those three guys got to figure out. You got to. And Daniel has run well against Philly in the past. Well, you know, I'm sure that they know that. But you know, here's the thing that I'll say about this: watching games when they let him run, he looks good running. He 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 does a great job. But they let them take extra shots on him as he's going down. Now, I don't know if, if that would be the case. If that was Patrick Mahomes and he's going down and Pat runs, you know, Patrick runs, he doesn't get the extra shot when he's trying to get down. If he's if he can't slide, he's kind of going that forward kind of thing, they let him get down. Daniel, they are getting after him. So that's the thing that I'm always concerned about when I'm watching them run. Like, And they're not calling it. They're definitely not calling it. It's like, and I don't like beating on officials, but I watch things. I'm like, they're, they're supposed to be, protecting and making sure things are safe and run right and they're just like oh my goodness we are never that? one to blame officials here but, but that was a oof. that was a rough day at the office the last the last couple weeks last i thought couple there were weeks. some rough like, days at the office like and by it, the way i think both teams have stuff to complain about yeah, a lot a lot a lot to complain about very the, inconsistent. The, the only the only silly thing that i thought like you know pushing slate out of bounds probably should have been a call but then they turn around they don't call it the other way so i'm like okay that's one for one uh the only thing i thought there probably should have been you know better monitored was like when when they're doing the two-minute drive 
and they try to rip the ball out of James's hands. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a delay of game. That's an extra five or ten yards, and change, change, like, yeah. Yeah, changes the whole floor of the game. <clears throat> so that that's the only thing that I'm like. Everything else, if they did something against us, it turned around. They did the exact same thing. I'm like, man, like this is like this is incredible. Like yeah, it's almost like, you. you know, the other thing was like I thought that them spotting the ball was like horrendous. Like I don't know what that is. Yeah, not- but that's you know whatever. But it wasn't just us. They were sparking the ball bad for, for Washington. <laughs> so it's it's hard to be an official. That's what I would say. It's a really it's tough job. It's a tough job. Ryan in Illinois. He's up next. Hey, Ryan. Hey there, guys. What's up? What's up? I just wanted to talk a little bit about how some Giants fans seem to forget that the last 10 years we really, really struggled. And uh, early in the year, it was like we barely beat Carolina. We beat the Bears by eight. It's not like we're some superpower that's, you know, one good wide receiver away. Like, I don't understand the concept of, you know, selling out our future and maybe five to ten good years to be able to get, like, maybe one playoff win. It's just asinine to me. (laughs) Well, I mean, Ryan, I don't think they're in a situation here where you, even if you wanted to sell out five to ten years, I don't think you could at this point. But, But yes, your overall point, 100%, we agree. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, the problem is it isn't that the fans are, they're fanatics. So you give them a little taste of success, and they're like, okay, what do we need right now to make the next step? (laughs) Like, well, that just wasn't time for us to make any steps. Don't we let Wilson to call in today, so Pearson. He it, called it was pretty good. So we were like laughing Brilliant. about it. let them coming in and, and doing stuff. It, it's basically based on the fact that, hey, look, you're having some success. This is great. You want more. I want more. I want more for the guys that are playing, and this is why I want more for the guys that are playing. These guys are playing for their jobs. These guys are playing mm-hmm. for their opportunity, not just with the Giants, but in the league. So – it's not like I mean they pulled a lot of guys in. There are a lot of guys that, that so when I'm looking at this at the shot sheet, I'm like, who is that? Like you know, I I, I don't know some of the guys. Zion Gilbert, <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, I'm like, where did he come from? <laughs> like so that it's pretty cool. But at the same time, all of these guys because they're getting a rare opportunity to play because they may not be playing on some other. I'm going to give you a great, great example, Howard. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. If I would have told Giant fans at the end of August that your three starting cornerbacks against the Washington <laughs> Commanders on December 4th were Nick McLeod, Fabian Moreau, and Zion Gilbert, Giant fans would have fallen off their chairs, first of all, because Nick McLeod and Fabian Moreau weren't even on the roster yet. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's and Xavier McKinney's not on the field, and Jason Pinnock yeah. is your starting safety. Yeah. Three of your five guys in the secondary were not on the roster on September 1st. And one of them wasn't even drafted. Right, and the other guy's an undrafted free agent that yeah. you didn't think was going to make the team. Yeah, great. So uh, I, I just again, and I and I agree that every, you know every team has their issues with the injuries and whatnot. But hey, we're, they're playing great with what they got, and I'm shocked that like I tell people all the time, like they're like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I'm actually shocked that they're able to get guys off the street, coach them up, and make them more than serviceable." And now we'll see if they can do it against Devonta Smith mm-hmm. and AJ Brown. <laughs> Well, you know, it's yeah. the it, the talent you go against. You know, if, and if I'm if I'm if I'm Philadelphia right now, I'm looking at this. I'm going, okay. How you guys feeling? How many catches you want this week? Because that's what we'll be looking at. I would not be trying to run the ball against the Giants. I'd be trying to save my backs. I'd put the game kind of out of whack, and then I'd run it just because it was fun to run at the end of the game. That's what I would be coaching for. But coaches are way smarter than me because they never do what you think they're going to do <laughs> ever. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. One thing I want to throw in, guys, cool. Um, really excited about this pass rush because they're already doing it with, like you said, Nick McLeod and Zion Gilbert. Wait till we get maybe a second round pick cornerback next year. Xavier McKinney's back. Adoree Jackson maybe throwing a free agent in the slot. I think it could be a really special group. Yeah. And you're not that many pieces away. Maybe the offense is still kind of far away, but I'm looking forward to, you know, six, seven sack games where you can just change the narrative with, you know, a defensive touchdown. We haven't seen a defensive touchdown in a while from the Giants. Yeah, Ojolari and, and Thibodeau seem to be feeding off of each other. Like, like all of a sudden, Thibodeau saw Ojolari blow, blow out the ball, and he was like, wait a minute, what was that? Yeah, and Howard, we talked about it on, on the IFB <laughs> during the game. Ojolari, man, his get-off in that game, yeah. fresh legs. Oh, man, he got off in the first the first quarter, the, the first pass rush that he did. He was so fast off the ball. He ran four yards past the quarterback before he could slow down. He's like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, easy, easy." Let me figure out this angle now. Like, he, it was just incredible. Like, the, the tackles like didn't push him by the quarterback. He just ran by him. The quarterback's like, "Where, where was that guy? Who was that?" Like that. Oh, Blue <laughs> just holy smokes! If he'd have hit him, he would have killed him. So that, that that's how fast he's going. Then all of a sudden, Thibodeau's watching. He's like. Oh, I want some of that. That's that's incredible. And you know, next year if both of those guys are able to play, eighty percent of the time, eighty percent of the games. And if Leo and Dexter are back, yeah, eighty percent, eighty percent of the time, they they will be formidable. There will be a lot of sacks, and there will be a lot of people upset about you know, holy smokes, how we're going to get by the Giants. The other thing is that you know, Ojulari did a great job rushing a passer. Did some good stuff in the run game, but. Because he was so fast off the ball, he put himself in bad positions sometimes on the outside run. He was so far up the field, you could pitch it past him and, and get there. But, you know, eventually he's going to change his angle because he's not going directly to the quarterback. He was a little excited this first time. Okay. <laughs> excited. Dude, he was a jetpack. That was awesome. Ryan, you got anything else? <laughs> um, I guess that's the other thing I'm thinking is uh, maybe to get – Barkley a little bit fresh by using Breida some more. I know that's been said before, but I guess I just worry that if he does have some sort of uh, you know work overload, twists an ankle, something like that, it'll really just make it hard in these last couple games uh, for the offense, even more than it has. All right, thanks for the call. Appreciate yeah. it, Ryan. Yeah, obviously you don't got to keep Saquon healthy. I mean, that's well, what saying. You got to do all you can. I mean, the, the, the problem the problem with keeping Saquon healthy, and I and I get to keep Saquon healthy, scream all the time, but. You, you're trying to, to play as, as well as you can going down the stretch. You don't want anybody to get hurt by any stretch of imagination. But if you can find a way to sneak into the playoffs, and the only way to sneak in yeah. is by winning mm-hmm. a couple games. That's one of your biggest, if not the biggest, weapon on the team. Yeah, if you go win two the rest of the way and Washington is one of them, you got a real good chance yeah. of getting in. All right, let's go to a Jamal in Dallas. He's up next. Hey, Jamal. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? What's up, man? Pretty good. I appreciate accepting my call. Um, it's pretty cool seeing y'all on the screen. That's awesome now. <laughs> y'all back on live. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, um, so my first going to last week's game against the Commanders. Yeah, man, I'm not. I'm. I don't have any issues with the punt. I'm not. I'm not against that. You know, um, I'd rather the tie. However, I am asking and questioning the three. I think it was three consecutive pass plays. 
Mm. On that series? Or am I, am I, am I missing that? Uh, yeah, I'll double check it. I I'm, think it was three straight. Yeah. Probably. Three straight, 19 seconds off the clock, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I, now mind you, I'm not against that. I just felt like that probably wasn't the best time or place. But once again, I'm watching it at the bar on the TV screen, and I can't see if there if there's something that's set up for them to see that, for them to take those three deep shots that they haven't seen all game. To well, take it in and not earlier. Wait, well, you mean you mean you mean the series at the end of the first at the end of the on the end of the fourth quarter is what you're talking about, right? We went three plays. I think two of them, or well, all of them, were incomplete, obviously. But I'd never seen us be that aggressive in one series. Um, well, three one, deep balls. Once I've you never seen that. Well, once, <laughs> once you drop the first one, right? Because the, is I hate to beat on Slayton because he's done such a great job here. But once you drop the first one, Slayton. Runs through that ball, runs through that ball. Game's over, and it's hard to run right. on second and ten. Yeah, in so that so spot. second and ten. Now you're kind of forced because it's the last. You're in your last series here, and I don't know if that was even the last series, but it was of the first half. Yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. so now you're trying to figure out, okay, what can I get to to uh, quote unquote, you know, you know, get us the first down. And there's and, only one thirty nine to go, and you're on your own twenty five. So yeah. time yeah, is but an see, issue. Isn't that isn't that opposite of what we do normally? Like usually we try to set it up for third and short. Yeah, but we, we third and, oh. yeah, but again, you're in a two minute drill though. It's a little bit different. It it's, that has none none of, that, none of that has anything to do with it. It's like who is open and who has your best opportunity to catch the ball. Yeah, you're yeah, you're, you're not you're not you're not just throwing the ball deep down the field. You're throwing it to the guy that you think has the best opportunity. And right. that, and it's nothing agree. against the other guys or anything. If if Slayton would have ran a slant, if Slayton would have ran an out, if Slayton would have ran a corner or an in cut. The ball would have been going to Slayton. Well, my only thing is, and I called a couple of weeks ago talking about, I wish we just do that early in the game plan. But once again, I don't know what the defense was showing to where we could go to that earlier. Well, it, um, it, when it's one thirty-nine in the game, and you're on your own twenty-five. Like I said, the first play alone would have been a touchdown if it if it happens, and then you're behind the chains. They say second and ten. Yeah. So then you got to like, okay, you can say I'm going to go for a second and try to get five yards. You can try. But if you don't, right. if you don't get it, then you're third and ten. Yeah. And it's the same thing. You want you want to progress the ball down the field and try to get eat something up if you can. And Jamal, I think the other right. factor too is that they wanted to try something different. I mean, their previous three drives to that three and out, three plays nine yards, three plays four yards, four plays thirteen yards. So they haven't they hadn't been able to methodically move the ball down the field. So they wanted to take a couple of shots. And quite frankly. Slayton was open on the first one, and then he was one on one on the second one. So yeah. I, I don't mind the shots there, to be and, honest and, with you. And, and also, when you're looking at the defense, everybody's squeezed in because they they're assuming that the Giants are going to go for the short pass. Right. And the short. Right. They're 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 squeezed down. They're trying to take away the short pass because they don't want them to go methodically down the field. They don't want like okay, yeah. we, and we don't want to okay. give up a draw. We don't want to give up a screen. So let everybody stay tight. Let's pay attention. Let's pay attention. And Slayton, go. Let's see what you got. And the first right, two play more was things and I'm done. Yep. Two more things. I'm done. Um, why aren't we using Barkley enough in the passing game? Um, and and when I mean by enough, I mean I don't know. He should at least with our with the type of receivers we don't have, he should at least be looking at like six to eight catches if that's possible. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't understand how that that's not um, being provided. And. What is going? Why was Jalen Smith out? Well, I mean, he played, but he didn't play as much. It didn't look like snap count. And why was that young guy, thirty-eight, Zayton, 
over playing over Radarius Williams. Is there well, I, I can tell you why. I, I'll take the Zion one, Howard. You could take the other two. Uh, Rodarius Williams is an outside cornerback. Zion Gilbert okay. played the slot. So yeah. so that's why Gilbert played over Rodarius. You could take the other two. Okay, the other one, we, uh, Saquon. The reason why Saquon is not used more in the passing game, just my opinion, not fact, but just my opinion, is that every eye in the defense is looking at Saquon. So when he runs her out, He's not really getting that quote unquote. Most backs that slip out, they slip out. When Saquon slips out, defense like fine twenty six. So wherever he goes, you're using him to pull guys out of out of the middle of the field. You're using him like every once in a while they'll flare him out to the outside. When they flare him out to the outside, you think if you throw him the ball, he's gonna get fifteen twenty yards. Do you notice that the guy is right at the line of scrimmage when he catches the ball? Because they are right. Out. But wouldn't that help? But wouldn't that help with Daniel Jones being able to um, see the field a little better? People they, are running towards Saquon and allowing Daniel to run they, a little bit easier, possibly. That, but, but that's what they've been doing. They 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 flare him out. They do everything. Like the right. two the two guys that you're watching, if you're playing defense, is really easy to do. Is to make sure your backside guy has Daniel. So if the flow goes away from the play, if it goes right. away from you, you don't run upfield or chase down the line of scrimmage trying to get into the play. You just take a step up at Daniel, make sure you guys make eye contact so that he's going to give the ball away or he's going to throw it to the side he's supposed to, and then you then you go. The other thing is that, like, okay, the guy that's watching Saquon, when he goes outside, somebody has to come up to meet him. Don't, don't, right. give, him, don't give him five yards. Don't give him ten yards. You don't know if he's going to try to dance around you or if he's going to drop his shoulder and try to run over you. And you saw that in the right. game, they, they, somebody's laid back and he ran over him. So that that is not you, you just you defend against that. And the other question was I'm sorry was Jalen Smith played seventy four percent of the snaps, sixty three defensive snaps. That that's about where he usually is. Yeah, in these he, games. I mean that's okay. okay. Yeah. I thought his snap count got reduced. Okay, yeah. no, it didn't get reduced. He Thank played, you, Jamal. He played the same amount. Appreciate yeah. the call, man. Good stuff. Good to hear from you, dude. Yeah, people people don't realize like you know when you're covering a guy if they got a main weapon, if you can cover that main weapon, then you're doing a good job. And I don't think people realize that how focused people are on some of these guys. Yeah. Some guys you can't do anything about. Jamar Chase, you know, you can't really stop. Uh, Brown, you can't really Justin stop. Justin Jefferson. Just, yeah. There's, there's some guys. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, you just luck, you just don't want them on the field when you're playing. <laughs> but <laughs> no way you can stop them if they, like, they break a shoelace or something. But speaking, outside of that. Speaking of which, it'll be important to watch, I think, Leonard Williams this week, Howard. He mm-hmm. had a neck thing, and that's something that had popped up in previous weeks on the injury report. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can get him back in time for this photo. Well, he, had a, we, he, had a, he had a neck thing. Prior to, in the week in practice, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to have him. Yeah, they need him. Yeah. All right, final call of the show is Big Ed in Maryland. Big Ed, what's going on? Big Ed, what's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? Good, 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 good. All right, man, look, just what happened on Sunday? We didn't lose. <laughs> true. Ties that was tied. the best thing of the Sunday. We did not lose. That's true. I can deal with a tie all the time as long as we don't lose. And guess what? Because we did not lose, we only have four losses. That's true. Which means we just got to win, what, two out of the next three. One has to be against the Commanders and one has to be against Philly. Please tell me different. Philly's not a must win, Big Ed. It's not. I mean, if if you beat – if you finish this year and in your final games you beat – Washington and Indianapolis, and those are your two wins. You're going to finish nine, seven, and one, and odds are you're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, I, I will be in the playoffs and repeat like forty-two. I smell it. Yeah, I don't it, know what it is, but I smelt it. I saw <laughs> Tampa Bay, and I saw that. Well, if Tampa play Tampa Bay plays Dallas on Wild Card Weekend, 
and we have the 49ers or Tampa. Or, yeah, we have the 49ers. We'll beat them. <laughs> the thing is, who's the second team we play on the division weekend and then who we play in the championship game? Really? I yeah, because, you know. going back to Arizona, though. That, that's, way, be, that's way ahead of me. Being the 49ers <laughs> will be really easy, you know, because – they're not any good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's top defense in the league. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> right. I, I just think, like this week, just figure it out. Yeah, just exactly. Just figure it out. If we can get, if we can get through this week, I Thank think. You, I, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, and I, I don't do the, the look ahead thing. I, I think that this week is going to be good. Try to get as much stuff. Uh, it, it's almost like a research project. You're going to go against the Eagles. You're going to try to figure out what they're doing good, how they're, how they're playing against you. Because here, here's, here's the. I guess here's the bad news. When we play them the last game of the season, they're resting guys. You know who you get? You get a Dominican Sue. <laughs> and Limbaugh Joseph. <laughs> you get Limbaugh right. Joseph. That's that's your resting guys that you get for the end of the year. That's that's not good. So you you got to figure out how to get your games in every time you go out. They have a lot of one game seasons, and I think this game is important. I don't I don't think that it's a game that everybody can go in and go like, oh, they have no shot. You always have a shot when you play in the NFL. Anything could happen, especially in the division. These yeah. games are always weird. Jalen could have the flu. Not that I'm wishing anything on Jalen. God, yeah, he, I'm not. He could throw the – two balls could get tipped in the air and Any, get returned for touchdowns. Anything could happen. Somebody could tip the ball. Yeah, like they, they, they have fumbled. You know, there are things that happen. And they've given up rushing yards. You yeah. know, the, the Eagles have had one weakness on defense. It's been their rushing yards. Yeah, so anything – Saquon could break a couple. Yeah, so anything could happen. If anything happens, all of a sudden – like if, if Saquon – starts to have that mentality and that action that you saw at the end of the game where he got really fired up and really into the game because he was really like, – he's driven the entire game, but he was extra. Oh, he ran over that corner. Yeah, he was really mm-hmm. – ex- as, 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 as people, as the young folks say, he was extra at the end of the game. If he's extra at the beginning of the game to the end, it could be a bad day for Philly. Howard, it really could. Good stuff. All right. Howard Cross, I'm John Schmelk. Thanks for being with us on Big Blue Kickoff Live. We're back tomorrow. Russ and Paul. You get to see the two old guys here hanging out with you on oh, Big Kickoff Live. And you get to hear the word free. <laughs> Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.